You're listening to Workaholic, a podcast that helps professionals like you escape burnout and experience growth. My name is Kiko Mabilog. Thank you for joining me today. What is up, Workaholics? This is Kiko Mabilog. You are listening to Workaholic with Kiko Mabilog, a podcast that helps professionals escape burnout and experience growth so that they can hustle without the hurry. Sometimes running a business can be difficult, especially if you don't have systems in place so that it runs without you. So we've invited a guest over, Sophia of Avatosti, to share her experience and how she started her business and grew it in such a way that it would run even when she wasn't around. So without further ado, let's welcome Sophia of Avatosti. Sophia, I guess, you know, I mean, the first thing that we always ask our guests, and I'm sure some people are wondering, like, could you give us a quick spiel? Who is Sophia? Like, why, what do you do and why do you do it? So my name is Sophia. As you said, I'm the founder of Avo Toasty. Avo Toasty is the first ever avocado toast bar. So we specialize on making avocado toast and we combine that with coffee. So technically, in simple, it works for our coffee shop that specializes on avocado toast and about who's Sophia, because that's the professional intro. And so I was born in Uruguay to Colombian parents. I grew up in Colombia, so I'm Colombian. I lived in seven countries so far. Wow. Among those countries, I lived the most in China. I was in China for six years. And, uh, And then I moved to San Francisco six years ago. And yeah, and then I came here with like no plan, no nothing. I just kind of was ready to move west. And my sister lived in San Francisco, so I just came to San Francisco. And then one day I just had a random idea to start a cafe that specializes in avocado toast. And that's where Avotosi is born. I saw that there was like a gap in the market where you go to a lot of coffee shops and they do have great coffee, but they don't have fresh food. And mm-hmm. it's all like pastries and croissants and these things that, of course, are delicious, but that's not what you want to eat every day, especially not for breakfast, yeah. right? You don't want to start your day with like a bunch of sugar. I mean, some days you do, right? But not mm-hmm. in the day to day. So that's where the idea came from. Like, hey, why don't I blend like this passion for coffee with healthy, delicious food? And sometimes I feel like, healthy food is just limited to like a salad in a fridge that has been sitting there for three days that i mean people do eat it or you know cold sandwiches in a fridge but i wanted it to be like healthy fresh and fast kind of like healthy fresh Mm. fast food but also have that amazing coffee element to it nice yeah did you always imagine that you were going to start a food business Oh, never in my life. I never thought about even having a business in the first place. It just kind of like the idea sparked one day, random day. And like three mm-hmm. months later, I opened the doors to the cafe. So it just, wow. And let's say I'm a little impulsive sometimes, even though sometimes I do overthink stuff. But for this one, I just thought about it and went for it. <laughs> yeah. Did you imagine that it would ever get to the level it is right now? Not really. And I was actually thinking about that the other day because you know how they tell you like, oh, like like if you were to look back like five years ago and see where you're right now, like would you be happy with, with where you've, uh, you know, come? And and definitely, yes, you know, like it's 
so much bigger than than when I started. Like we're opening another location. We're looking for more locations. We became a franchise. We're gonna sell awarding franchises. Wow. So yeah, definitely, you know, a lot of things have happened till this point. And but sometimes when you're just like thinking about the present and the future, you're kind of like thinking like, oh, I haven't done this much, right? So it's good to sometimes like step back and and see like how much you've you've come through. One thing that I really liked about what you just mentioned right there was, you know, finding a gap in the market. You mentioned that really quickly. You know, one, because like I work with a lot of business owners, obviously, right? And a lot of them are are aspiring business owners, meaning they're startups that think that they have a good idea. And then they they find out that, you know, someone else is offering it or it's not, you know, as in demand as they thought. Like, how did you like figure out that gap in the market when you when you came up with Avatosti? Because obviously, you know, I mean, I know that sometimes it's kind of trial and error, but like it seems like you hit the jackpot. It's like how how did you land on that idea? So my boyfriend back then, who's now my husband, he loves latte. So we used to go to coffee shops all the time. And we went to like tons of coffee shops. And at this point, it's not even in my mind, like I want a coffee shop. Like I wasn't even thinking about that. And then and I swear it was just like a random thought and also like okay so i'm from colombia right the tropics we always ate avocados i'm sure in the philippines you guys also have a lot of avocados but we ate avocado with every meal but it was never like the main character of the story right it was always there it's always there it's still there like you know on the side of the dish and you put a little bit in your soup or in your salad and it's just yeah just kind of always there and then i came here and i realized that people love avocado and there was like this avocado craze and i've never had an avocado toast before so i was mm. like oh this is so cool and then i realized like avocado toasts are like the perfect meal because you have like your carbs you have your healthy fats you have you know you can add any type of protein so mm. and i realized that other places do have avocado toast it's not like a unique product that nobody has heard about but nobody specializes on it Right. And I thought that there was a lot of ways that you can go with avocado toast. So, yeah. But so, so it was just like, yeah, just like connected the dots. But, you know, I think I just kind of, I swear it was just like a spark in my, in my mind. I didn't really put like a hundred percent thought into it. And my whole idea behind it too is that I thought that it would be cool to create a place where people can meet, you know, you can have like coffee workshops, you can have wellness workshops. And just create like a community place, not just a place where people can come and buy food. But that was also yeah. part of the whole idea behind Avotosti. That is more than a place to eat. Yeah. Pretty much the same story for how we started our business as well. You know, I mean, never imagined that we'd actually start like a like a marketing agency. Uh, I always yeah. kind of felt like I would start a business. When I was growing up 16, 17 years old, uh, that station life, my biggest dream was to own a restaurant and specifically oh, really? a coffee shop. Yeah, so I I always had this picture in mind. I was going to I was going to put it inside a like an old bus and call it Crossroads. Uh which kind of like led towards well a uh, cut the long story short, uh I started uh a business with some friends basically I worked with a couple of people from the states as well. Started a coffee shop which also was an art center. Um that was my one of one of my first like uh moves towards entrepreneurship, and I always thought that that was going to be the dream. And when I get when you get the dream, sometimes it's not like what you think it is. Like I I found out 
um in a like in a, a later stage that I wasn't too passionate about food. I mean, of course, I mean we all have our own passions, right? We all have like the things that really bring us joy. But one thing I did love when I was working on that project was marketing the coffee shop. And that's when I started to realize, hey, this is actually something that I find joy in. And I want I wanted to go back to the point that you said earlier about like some people want to start a business and they see that other people are already doing it. That doesn't mean that's not a good idea. Of course, if other people are doing it and there's yeah. a market for it, it's a good idea. And it's how can you make it different, right? Or how can you make it better? Or is the market yeah. big enough to have two, three, four, five of these businesses? Mm. So I think yeah. that you don't have to always look for like a unique idea, right? Like it, it could be like, of course, you want a unique brand, right? And that's where the marketing comes in. But the idea itself doesn't have to be like, you know, sending rockets to Mars. Like, that's pretty unique, right? Like, not everyone is going to do that. But, you know, it's just how can you take this simple concept, like, let's say, avocado toast and coffee, like, that was already there, and create a brand around it and an experience around it that is different. And I honestly believe 100% that whatever you put your heart and your mind into, you can make it work you can make it happen and you can make it you know like something that other people love so yeah. i don't think it we also have to look for for those blue oceans right there i think there's still some opportunity right. in the red oceans true true very true love that so sophia quick question like obviously and this is just based on my experience i might be a bit biased here because um i don't like running a restaurant at all and I, i'm sure you love it because you gone to the you know you've gone to the level that you have but one thing that i did like um notice when we started the food industry is it's very busy it's a lot of work i mean there's just so many you know spinning wheels every single day every every day is a new day like how do you deal with the busyness and how do you like find a sense of like i guess like work life balance as an entrepreneur of a business that could become potentially like a big franchise in the, in the coming months or years months okay i hope so <laughs> <laughs> mostly like years <laughs> and, you know i think that you know from day one i remember my dad was asking me are you sure you want to start a restaurant it's so hard like you know a lot of restaurants that you go to the business owner is always there and not a lot of restaurants just a lot of business in general the business owner is always there but I always knew from day zero that I don't want to be that type of business owner so you have to ask yourself what type of business owner do I want to be do I want to be there do I want to be present then I can only aspire to have like one shop because that shop is not going to be able to run without me right but my biggest lesson if anyone was the biggest lesson of this episode is to build a system that runs your business what does this Mm. mean like a checklist checklists are like king so from the moment that you enter your store start writing everything down like first unlock the door two turn on the lights like everything like as obvious as it seems you need to write it down because you know common sense doesn't exist so (laughs) just write everything down right create a list write all your recipes down create a system to run your business right like i you know multiple and, and this is a working process, right? Because you might be doing something for years and then like you realize like, oh, you know what? Like it's better if we start toasting the bread on the right side of the line than on the left one. Like, you know, like it's simple things like yeah. that that can make you yeah. more efficient. But the idea is that you create a, bis- uh, 
business system or a system that runs your business and not people that run your business because you don't want to be people dependent. People will come and go in your business. So you want to have a system and you want to have like, yeah, just basically you want to have a system that anyone walking in from the street can basically start immediately working, right? So for example, in our store, the way we run it is by stations, which is pretty common in restaurants. So let's mm-hmm. say we have station one, which is the toaster and, or we call it the, the baser. Cause that's the person that will toast the bread. We'll get the base for the acai bowl. We'll pass the smoothies. And then we have station two. That is the person that tops off the items. So when we start someone new, we always start them on station one, right? Because it's like the simplest station. So they learn the flow of things. And I say simplest, but not really, because if that guy toasting bread falls asleep, the barista outside has an angry customer waiting mm, for their order. Yeah. So nobody can fall asleep. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's just yeah. like simplifying the jobs within your, your business. And those are just like the day-to-day like operations of running your business. Then you need to start as you grow, you need to start creating a hierarchy for your business, right? And again, you don't want to be people dependent. You want to have positions within your company, right? So let's say I have a kitchen manager. So what are the responsibilities of that kitchen manager? How much do I pay this person, right? Because again, that person might not stay with me forever. So the day that that person leaves, hopefully not because I love her, but you know, it could happen, right? Like different circumstances, like, um, I can, I say, okay, well, I have her job responsibilities. I have a budget to replace this person. Let me find someone that has those like, you know, requirements for this position and they can run that role. Right. Right. So that way you can go and re- replicate that system somewhere else. Right. And that's the whole point of a franchise. When you buy a franchise, what you're buying is the learning curve of the founder. Right. The founder already did it. The founder already made all the mistakes, which, yep. of course, as you know, you make a lot of mistakes along the way. But the whole mm-hmm. idea of making mistakes is to learn from them. Right. Exactly. So. So, yeah, I think it's all about just creating that system and also what you were saying earlier, like don't get like stuck on what doesn't work, you know, because, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, well, we've been doing it this way. Like it doesn't like if there's something better, just mm-hmm. change it and, and be open and stay curious always. Yeah. Yeah. One one thing that really jumps out for me, like when 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 people ask me, like as a business owner, like what's the biggest enemy that you have? Uh, that any business owner could have when they're running a business. Like one of the few things that really come to my mind is the enemy of perfection. You know, like oh, when yeah. people people say like, you know, I want to start a business. The product has to be perfect. The system has to be perfect. The marketing has to be perfect. But and this could just be me, right? But like I've I've never met like a successful entrepreneur that always wanted perfection in everything that they did. Because like if you always shoot for perfection, the tendency is that you you never really launch. Because like you're always iter- you're always creating new iterations, whether it's a recipe, whether it's a service, whether it's a, a social media graphic, but you're always like you're always yeah. revising it and you're always changing it. Like the first five, seven years of my business, it was just me uh, you know, running a solopreneur business. You know, I was doing graphic design. And I was doing like um, marketing consulting for for organizations, both locally and internationally. And 
it was all in my head, right? And I didn't have what you have, like like written down systems. Like how do you, you know, oh, how do I you onboard have a client? Either. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yeah, so, have it. Yeah, I guess you know we all start there at some point. It's always yeah. in your head, right? But like when, yeah. like when a when a business mentor of mine told me, it's like you need to get those ideas and put it down on paper, write it down, and make it teachable, yeah. make it you know, make it duplicatable, simple. and simple. Exactly. When you make it simple, make it such that anyone can understand it, then you've got a scalable business.